Welcome back to Nympho's Shame Pit. This is your host, Megan Monet. This is an explicit episode, so parental guidance is advised. Although I probably wouldn't be listening to this episode with your parents. Enjoy. Today's episode, I am joined with my very first interviewee, Davis. And I have a crippling, disgusting nicotine addiction. <laughs> you do. Let's count how many times you hit the jewel in this episode. Yeah, yeah. You'll be able to hear it. Just look out for that sound. That's a little Easter egg for this, for yeah, this yeah. episode. Yeah, if you hear this, you know what I'm doing. It might be like, you know, But you're so much more than a nicotine addiction, even though you are made up of 95% nicotine right now. Am I? I think, I, I think uh, my life is described in nicotine addiction. It really is. How are you feeling mm-hmm. today? Are you feeling hungover? You know, we had a crazy day yesterday. We did have a crazy day. In the sun, in the pool. Yeah. Pottering with your boy. Yeah, and um, it was definitely a lot. You know, I felt like I had to, you know, keep my eyes on everyone. Well, you were the ho- you were a host yesterday. You yeah. were a co-host. Yeah, I was kind of, you know, just the little rat running around, like, trying to, you know, have fun myself, but also, you know, keep an eye on my hose. Like, I know, and we were a lot to handle. We were running yeah. around the place. Yeah. Wait, so whose party was it? It was yours and... Yes, it was uh, my, mine and a little special someone. Um... We love. Yeah, Does we, he have a code him. name? We're, we're going to give him a little code name. We're going to call him Mr. Man. Mr. Man! Mr. And now Man. Mr. Man, is he your boyfriend? No, 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 no. He is not my boyfriend. Um, He's I think, a partner? I th- I don't really know how to describe it. Or but maybe like I think it's like, daddy. I think it's like an infatuation. Like we kind of met in... Are you code wording this because you think he'll listen to it? Do you think he'll listen no, no, to no, no, it? No, no, I don't think he'll listen to it. Do you it, think he'll send I... it off to his client? His <laughs> <No>. famous client? <laughs> who who actually was the reason why we had the pool party yesterday and not the day before. Mm-hmm. Because they were accepting an award and he was stuck in New York. Yeah. The, and Mr. had to come back the next day. Yeah, Mr. Mann and I had, you know, a little bit of an altercation about that because, you know, we've been trying to plan our summer and some you know just little some work things come up and it's like who's more important you or 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 his high rolling client (laughs) i know who i know who me bitch i do want to talk briefly about the invitation because i thought it was so freaking cute no it was adorable but it was the most bimbo thing i've seen in a very long time and i don't think he realized that he has a very good eye for like details and just like the little things well i was talking to him about it and he goes i kind of wish it had a jingle so when you opened it yeah there was like music that came with it no when we were can i read it i want to read it yeah so it says mr man and davis presents meet the friends poolside food fresh mints yeah instead of refreshments (laughs) and fun and i can't deal attire as little as possible. I love that. No, and I, you you showed up with that. Yeah, no, and he specific, specifically wanted, he was like, you know, um, he was like, you're the one in the thong, no one else. No one else. Except like, for the although, girls, except for the girls, obviously. But. I mean, the girl, yeah. But obviously, like, Cole came up with the thong. Yeah, because- Oh, he no, he had his ass covered. Well, I gave him a thong at first, and then he was like, no, 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 I'm gonna go switch into your other- Oh, thong. that's hot, yeah, yeah. that's hot. Or into your other Speedo. I want to talk about how stylish this oh man's God. house was. I know. It, it was giving 1970s glamour mixed with like modern day twist. I know. It's 
I literally the first time that I went to his house, I was like, I've never seen design and just interior quality and exquisite materials. The and just details like, that he had yeah. from like the marble checkered floor in the bathroom and the kitchen yes. to his like velour couches yeah. that were all like a deep and burgundy all, red. All these and his custom. shower was like black marble. Yeah, no, it's all custom no, it was too, so cool. by the way. <gasps> yeah, all the furniture in his house is all custom. Even the lounge chairs outside by the pool, everything was custom made for his house. But It was so well designed. So he bought the house a, well, not a while ago, I think like early 2000s, and it was way different. He yeah, pictures, he said he gutted the whole thing. Literally gutted the whole thing and redid it, and it is probably one of the most beautiful homes. And It and, was so and, L.A. And yeah. also like the fact that like there's a mirror by the jacuzzi, this big-ass mirror. I know. And no, but the all thing I is, do there is were mirrors everywhere yes. in front of the fireplace. On like, the we ceiling. All, oh, the my God, oh, my God. Oh, my God. On the, the ceiling. Yes. yes. No, it was so and epic. And also, you know, the fact that in every single bathroom, um, there's, you know, just some like Versace cologne, oh my God, some Tom Ford. Like, you know, you can <laughs> spritz yourself with like, you know, some Lux. Juice. Oh my god, it was so good. There was the no bathroom. excuse to smell like shit there. <laughs> no, Wait, okay, literally. so when was the first time you ever went to his house? Oh my god. So the first time that I went to his house, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it back. We need to start from like day one of like how this all kind of happened. Oh my god, I need to hear this because okay. I don't even know how you two met. Okay, so I'm going to take a little sip first because this is, this is a lot. Um, this is a big story. No, maybe not, maybe he jewel too. It's, it, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, because I feel like you're gonna have to take a deep breath to tell this story. Um, well, okay, it's not it's nothing crazy, but it was definitely not something that you would think. But so I used to work at um, this cafe in WeHo, Cute. and it was just one of the craziest like experiences like working there like it was so chaotic so many like you know just your LA bitches but behind the cafe like in the back parking lot like but then down the driveway there's this like really nice like private um training center Ooh. and so Mr. Mans goes there and um at the time when I was working there and I would see him like drive by like sometimes like when he would pull out and then come around the corner yeah. and so I saw him a couple times and then one day I was just like you know what I'm gonna be cute and like wholesome and just wave and oh my mind God. you this was yeah. this was literally like knowing during, him now he would have yeah. loved that attention oh my God, I know and, he would have melted at that but um hook line and sinker. so yeah I was like there I was kind of like they made up a position for me I was kind of like a host mm. Because, like, I would just get, like... Well, you're very much a people person. Exactly. You can get people in so, the door. So, literally, all I would do is just, like, walk around and talk to people. Like, that's what my position was. Oh, <laughs> my God, I love that. just to talk to people and, like, just keep people entertained and everything at a cafe. Like, what the fuck? See, this and, is why I love LA. There's jobs mm -hmm. for everything. Well, because yes. they realized that there were people always... That they would tell, like, the owner, Todd, yeah. that they were only coming in to see me. And so that's I mean, why. I would. So then he was capitalizing, you know, off this like little gay boy. Yes. Um, with blue eyes. How old eyes. were you at this time? Can we talk about that or no? How old I was? Yeah, when you were like working. Um, there. I was, I was, was I? I was nineteen. Yeah, yeah I was nineteen. Okay, at yeah, the time. yeah. Because I've noticed that like a, a lot of people who are underage who can't like serve alcohol yet, they always yeah. take like host positions here. Yeah, yeah. And so you can be working in the hospitality industry, but just not yeah. behind the bar. So yeah, th then 
he drove by one day, like, you know, his chauffeur was driving him. In and his in the fucking Rolls Royce. In his Rolls Royce. And, you know, his window was down. And all I did was I waved to him. <gasps> and then, but then he, he, I, it was weird. He didn't, like, he kind of, like, looked at me, but, like, didn't, like, Didn't give, register? He, he, or? Didn't, he didn't, like, give, like, you know, like, oh. a smile. He didn't wave oh. back. Like, I was just like, oh. He, and then he just drove off. Then I'm still doing my job, obviously. Yeah. Then 15 minutes later, his assistant comes in to get my phone number. Oh, that is so hot. And, and how did you know it was his assistant? Because he brought up, he was like, oh, like, you just waved, you know, to like my boss earlier. Um, he was like, you know, Mr. Manns was in a rush. Yeah, he was on a time uh, crunch, he but he sent his assistant back to get you. Exactly. But, you know, that. he... he we always talk about it and how he thought it was so cute of me to like just wave and everything and it is wholesome when you think about it but that's so you and that's yeah. so cute but i was just like you know and so did he take shoot. you for dinner or like what was the so first interaction then i text him i he gave me his phone number because he was like he thought that like that was probably the most appropriate like for the situation right like, let rather, you exactly yeah, yeah, let yeah, me yeah. reach out and then so i didn't obviously i didn't know i didn't know his name at the time yeah so i just you know said a high text and then it kind of went from there and then we planned a dinner yeah and stuff and but i think it was like only like i think it was like three or four days later wow and, and where did our, you go for dinner oh my god our first date oh my gosh well it, i wouldn't even say it's like a date it was just like a like get to but yeah uh, it was <laughs> what oh my gosh what <laughs> i don't even know this story i need to know literally okay um so how it went down was i think it was like a wednesday or something right. he was like okay like come to you know my house first and we'll you know we'll have some drinks and stuff like we'll just hang out like before the sunset and then we'll go yeah. then we'll go to dinner yeah and so he was like oh i'm gonna have a car come and pick you up mm -hmm. blah blah and I'm in my apartment, and then I walk downstairs, like I get a text from the chauffeur saying like, oh, um, I'm here, blah, 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 and I walk downstairs, and it's the car that, you know. It's the motherfucking Rolls Royce it's with the you. starry yeah. roof. Oh my and God. I was so nervous. Yeah. Like, I got myself all prepped up yeah. and everything, but also kept it. It is you know, nerve wracking when you go and I, meet an older man who has so much wealth and is yeah. like, it can be quite intimidating. And, but also remember, mind you, I didn't know anything about him at the time. Yeah. I didn't know who yeah. he was nothing all this stuff a lot of the then, time whenever i go on a date with someone whether it's from like whether they're a sugar daddy or whether they're just a normal date i go uh -huh. in totally blind no, i'm literally. like i'm like just convince me of who you are and then i'll do my research later <laughs> no literally yeah i and love it i love the performance yeah because it is it is yeah. a performance and so i get in the car blah, blah blah we drive up to the house and you know pull up that driveway and i'm like oh wow like i didn't expect this yeah and you know the he had his assistant like making us some drinks and stuff we were just hanging out and i was like even before the dinner i was getting i was fucked were you up. wasted i was no, i wasn't wasted like but, but you were but, yeah. you, but you know me even when i'm like blacked out i'm not like messy no you're not you're not like i can no, yeah. i can kind of like control myself but i do have like you know my moments of like where i kind of you know yeah no shit like pegasus the other night <laughs> That's a whole nother story. That is a whole nother story. We can that get to that, that later. we're going to get into. Yeah, it. we're going to get into it. Um, no, but then we went to, I don't know if I want to say the restaurant. No, you didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. But Maybe we what to, type of cuisine was it? Um, it was like Italian, but yeah. like modern American. Okay, yeah. And he obviously asked me like where I wanted to go to dinner and I chose it. Oh, nice. 
And what looking crazy, back, do you wish you chose somewhere else, or was no, that happy? It was yeah, so okay, good. Good, good, good. They have the best chocolate chip cookies. Like I was literally oh, leaking shit. pre-cum like <gasps> at the table. But um, no, no. The funny part. Yeah. Get this, bitch. Tell me. When we pull up to the restaurant, obviously the chauffeur gets out and opens up our doors and stuff. As we're walking into the restaurant, like paparazzi photos no no yes no but only like two or three but i was just like oh god no 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 no, no. this is the la experience you like, got popped oh. with your sugar daddy walking but, in but oh my god getting out of the rolls royce this was this was like over a year ago like i've known yeah. him for like a year and a half yeah like, probably like a year and like four months like we met in either march yeah march march yeah. of last year and then Wow. Yeah, and, that, and then we went, oh, I need to tell you a little mishap that happened at the dinner. Oh, tell me, yes. Um, okay. So we were, like, sitting and stuff, and, like, you know, he just is such a powerhouse everywhere he goes. Like, people know him and all this stuff. Because, you know, like, he is, he's very influential yeah. in this world. Like, huge. Yeah. And so we're sitting at the table, all these people that he's, he works with, like, coming up to the table and he's like introducing me. he's like hi like all stuff and I'm like oh my god like all how these did people. you feel about that being I was like, like introduced okay that's I was just like oh my god like I don't know if I'm ready for this like all these people coming up to the table this being is the like, first date being like oh Mr. Man like oh you know just like all this stuff and I was like oh god like I don't know what the fuck is going on like, there's so many people coming up to the table right now and like even like even though I chose a spot like all the staff knew him there like and everything like he and then I, I you know that. I was getting you know, a little wink and stuff like. True. And at one point, the I ordered another drink. The uh, server comes and brings me my drink, but the glass was so wet on the outside because it was it was like I think they chilled the actual glass. Yep. And he handed it to me, slipped right through my hands, and broke the plate that was underneath. But it wasn't oh embarrassing. God. It didn't spill like a whole lot. It wasn't like a big drink or anything. I think it was like some some kind of like martini thing. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't like a lot of liquid yeah. but I was just like oh my god that's yeah, this is but he oh. thought it was like kind of cute because I was like kind of like freaking out and yeah. stuff and this boy Mr. Mans knows how to fucking eat like oh when, yeah yeah like yeah when, yeah when the food that we had yesterday was it, another yeah, level yeah. I was so satiated I had a little bit of everything it was so good uh-huh. but we were like he is the kind of person that like when he eats it's like Literally. One of everything from the menu. One of everything, everything from the menu. But he like has like a sh- like a criteria of like we're getting three three uh, appetizers. <laughs> yes. Three appetizers, three mains, two meats, and two desserts. Like he's the kind of person that's like we can just bite off of like everything. Tell me you brought some doggy oh, bags no, no. home. Every time we eat, bitch. <laughs> you he, can eat for a pack- week. No, I'll yes, and he packs it up for me, and I, I take it home because you know he. He yeah. takes care of you. Yeah, he takes care of me. Girl, um, I love that. But, um, yeah, and then, you know, this is where it gets bad. Oh, god, <laughs> Not bad. It, no, no, no. But what do you he, mean? Ob- he obviously me. didn't know about this. Yeah. But, so then after the dinner, mind you, at the dinner, I'm having, I'm getting wasted. Yeah. Like, so drunk. Yeah. Then we go back to his house after, and we drink a little bit more, and then I was like, okay, I need to go home. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can, I'm like, I'm starting to spin. Mm-hmm. Like, and I usually don't get, like, that wasted mm-hmm. where I'm, like, spinning and stuff and I was like okay you need to like you know have 
get me a car get home. Me a, get yeah. me a car home. And the chauffeur drove me home. Yeah. And I was like, I just need to go to bed. Please. I love that I you like, like almost teased him a little bit yeah. unintentionally. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I need to go home, please. Yeah. And oh so God. I literally get, you no, know, not like in a bad way. I was just like, I need to go home. And no, like, I understand yeah. that realization. Like, okay, I need to get the fuck out of here. And no, but it was, I had a lovely time. But yeah. this is, uh, then I, I get home. I go straight into bed. I don't shower. I was like, I just need to lay down. Yeah. And I'm laying in bed and I am spinning like no other. I my my roof, the, my the, my ceiling, my whole room is oh, a whirlwind. It's a fucking tornado no. up in this bitch. Yeah. And I all of a sudden, you know, I sit up in my bed. Oh no. And I yeah. No, no, you don't. I did. No, you don't. I just threw up in my bed. No. And I I let it happen. I just let it happen because. <laughs> Just let it happen, girl. I, I literally sat there. You can't, you can't I get sat, to the bottom. I literally, I literally sat there and I go, this, yeah, this, okay. Just chuck your duvet off, though. Pack it all up no, no, and throw no, no. it in the so corner of the room. Deal with it tomorrow. I, so I had a really thick blanket like yeah. on top of my... So I scooped it up, like took each corner of the blanket. Threw it out the fucking and then, window. And then threw it in my bathtub and yep. went back to sleep. Good. Good. Uh, <laughs> and oh. I'm so pissed at myself because I didn't get any goddamn nutrients from that oh, lovely meal. Oh, because you threw it all out. And then I literally took a picture of it in the morning and I go, this is probably, you could see everything. You could see how my how my steak was cooked. You could see oh, everything. Davis. I know, I know. Girl, I know. I know. the details. I'm no. living for it, but not the details we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to throw, there was more, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get too in depth. But I remember like literally Ava, my roommate at the time was like, yeah. what the fuck? Like you threw up in your bed. And you're like, this is the start of a beautiful relationship. <laughs> this is exactly how I wanted this it to start. This is how it starts, bitch. At least you didn't, like he didn't see you like that. I know. Did he ever find out that you got home like that or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he and he know. never fucking will. No, he will never know, bitch. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, Mr. Mans, was uh-huh. he the first ever sugar daddy experience for you? Um, no, I haven't. Okay, I haven't really had like you know set arrangements. Yeah. Really, like it's always just everyone, come and go. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's, okay, all sugar daddies are way different. Like, every situation. Every, and every I situation. Have, I even have like. I wasn't really on seeking for a bit, but now I I have been. But I'll go on it randomly. It's not like a, a huge thing that it I go it, it on. does feel really good to go on and see people yeah. messaging you, especially in new cities. Just yeah. the prospect. It doesn't mean you have to like meet up with them, but just to know that like yeah, oh, I actually yeah. want to read you my bio. Sometimes I, I treat well, yeah, I read me your bio. No. Sometimes I when I'm drunk and I'm out, I'll go on seeking more than I will go on Hinge or Tinder. <laughs> it's more fun for me yeah. to just talk shit to these men. It's no, so funny. Really. I love my bio so much. Uh, I had the help of someone to actually make it, but I also added my own little twist to it. But so you know, you have your section of like what you're, what you're about, about me and yeah, then what you're seeking. what you're seeking, yeah. So my about me. This is I said. My name is David. I'm a California boy at heart, but also enjoy the the city life. Love to lounge on the beach, get fancy for a nice dinner, ride horses, work out, and most importantly, have a laugh. I'm currently a student who would love to pursue finance and business. My goal is to ha- have my own business one day. So if any daddies slash ladies have advice for success, feel free to share. I value emotional intelligence and chivalry. I love a respectful, gentle man and gentle woman. Can't wait to talk to you. I love it. I love how you're gay, right? Yeah. But you keep the door <laughs> just, open for just, both yeah, genders. I just have, you know, like cougars can be, you know. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. well, my my. Boy, right now has yeah. a wife and she has her own companion. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it's a totally different arrangement for those two that it is for my okay, situation. And that's honestly another sector of like 
the sugar baby lifestyle that like yeah. this whole idea that's really only gay men and women like no yeah straight men can do it straight like, men can do it actually yeah. i've had a lot of people messaging me on instagram for tips for a straight man to do it and maybe i should dedicate a whole episode to that <laughs> yeah. no literally i love i love your about me that is so charming then, and also i need to show you my the seeking oh i need to hear seeking yeah, yeah so yeah. i go i'm looking to connect with someone financially stable can have a conversation light-hearted and fun I want someone with life experience who knows what they want. Every connection is different and where we end up is solely based on our connection, which means I don't have set intentions. Yeah, nice, nice, Because nice. I like going into situations, because it's true, everyone is different and how you vibe with someone. Yeah. You can't go in, I am a strong believer of like, you cannot go into situations- Just wanting with, money. With or just want, yeah, yeah, yeah. With intentions or you know what I want because it might be something like something else might work out for the Absolutely. both of you and so this is yeah. another like another thing that I want to mention going into a sugar daddy dating scene mm -hmm. with the intention of just making money is not the best oh, way to go about it because you are going to feel worthless oh, disgusting. to start putting like a price on yourself is just not the way to go I mean like that's how I feel about it so like going in with the intention, having like a stable income already and going yeah. in with the intention of creating memories, experience, yeah. actually dating yeah, is no, really. such a big deal. Because honestly, it might be worth it more in the long run to yeah. like, you'll probably get more out of it yes. from like not going in the into it with like the intention of like just getting money because if you stick around with them for the long run that shows loyalty yes. and, and respect they, and on respect. both parts yeah. and so like like for me there's a story that because like we've been in i've been in la with you for a week now uh -huh. and i went on i went to meet someone from the site just to like for an experience and he gives me an address for <laughs> a restaurant and then he redirects the uber to a hotel yeah and i get to the reception sass. and he comes out and he's so young and i'm like instantly turned off because I don't do young men like I just it's not it's not for me I know. and so I'm sitting in the reception he comes over and he's like hi and I'm like hi and like there's already been three love, red flags I already know. I love how I got the text of you were there for five minutes and then you go bye bye I'm, I'm hi coming. bye I'm, like where are you guys yeah where, like, I'll come meet you so yeah. what happened right I'm sitting in reception he's like I'm just gonna go get the key card and I was like ew no I thought we were gonna go get a drink or like go have some food and chat and like make I don't know like but he just wanted to take me up to his hotel room so he goes and gets the key and I walk the fuck out I on jump a on a bird scooter, scooter on a scooter and, and zip away it was my getaway <laughs> vehicle and he's like come stand with me at reception and I'm like okay come and then I keep going away and he's like where did you go and I was like girl I'm sorry you're you're just you're too young I can't do this I need to go yeah. uh, thanks for your time and then I the block text, his number the, I, no, no, but no, then the he text, messages me on seeking he finds oh my, my account God. again and goes that was the most disrespectful thing that you like that has ever happened to me karma is gonna get you Slay. that's another red <laughs> no that is another red flag because yeah, yeah, that because he can't manipulate me in person so he yeah. psychologically manipulates me with like the threat of karma mm -hmm. over my head yeah. how gross is that I when you told me that he said that he should have just left it alone or said yeah. he could have said something clearly like I was uncomfortable mm -hmm. yeah. and he could have easily just been like hey like where'd you go like sorry if like this is an uncomfortable situation he I redirected the Uber to a hotel yes which is like like I don't think that and this is in some situations yeah. but I don't think these daddies or mommies really know who holds the power in the situation which is us which is fully us, us girl because like Every person is like 
I don't, I don't know like how to like even like describe it, but it's like yeah. they need to realize where the power is yeah. held and understand because they think what. they hold the power, and it's like I could literally get up and leave yeah. whenever the fuck I want, exactly. and I will. And, it, and it's also like you and I like. I mean, more so, like, I don't really, like, depend on these people. That's why I really... No, exactly. I'm, like... I That's it. Wait, yeah. You literally don't depend on these people because you have an incredible sex life out of that. Yeah. You have so many avenues to you. Yeah. You're also extremely financially stable and yeah. such an incredible work ethic. So you're never going to be like down hard, yeah. which is so refreshing and also really important. This yeah. whole sugar dating scene, do not make it your job. Yeah. No, no, no. Definitely... You know, as you it is have, meant to be dating for fun. Yeah. It just happens to be with extreme transparency. Exactly. And that's definitely, yeah, you have to, oh my God, on these sites, you have to be honesty and yeah. just being transparent with yeah. them and telling them what you want and stuff yeah. is literally the golden ticket, bitch. Absolutely. Because like, they see so many people and they're just saying like, I want money. I and want they're, money. Exactly. Get me this. And get me a car. They're get copying. Me yeah, exactly. And they're copying and pasting their intro line to every single girl that pops up on the website. Exactly. So you also not only need to stand out, but you also need to go in with the intention of being completely honest and knowing exactly what you want. Exactly. Maybe you do just want to have a fuck that day. Maybe you actually want to be dating someone and having experiences, but just make sure that they know that. Exactly. And like, that's that's how like with my situation with Mr. Mans, it's yeah. like we didn't meet on like seeking. I don't even have like you know we don't have like anything like set up like yeah. he just like treats me well like he loves like. Well, I was talking he, to him last night, and yeah. I'm going to New York in a month, and he's like, "Well, I'm going to be there at that time. I want to ask like Davis to come with me." Oh my god, I would. So you should come. come. Imagine oh that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, a weekend in New York, and then with Mr. Mans and you, yeah. we meet up, and like yeah. we should go to like some shows and stuff. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like your arrangement with him is extremely experience based. Yeah. And, and I, I love and it's that. It's not even like an arrangement at all like we just kind of like our worlds collided and exactly. it just ended up yeah. kind of like happening so into this and like there's no like setup there's no like uh set anything with yeah. just like intentions like it's very much like just go with the flow and, and like, also with it your, definitely is more like yeah. a friendship yes it is he loves all my friends we, yeah that was like the whole thing yesterday. we bonded like, so meet, well yesterday meet the friends and everything meet and the friends for some fresh mints for just yeah a big bowl of some mints and that's it that's what we get bitch. <laughs> i love it oh my god um, but i don't know like how like okay so we i told you about how we met obviously and everything yeah, yeah. so we had like a little thing for maybe like three months kind yeah. of thing like just random dinners and stuff just like that kind of stuff not too much time at like his house or anything like very much just like dinners like how was your week and like yeah. all that stuff just kind of you know keeping each other like he, well you're making each other feel pretty damn good yeah. so and he is even though he is definitely older he is he like is from san diego and grew up in la and like he is so easy to talk to such yeah. a cool guy he's got an incredible so, sense of yes, humor he yes. picked up one of the stuff that I was saying and I was like yeah. I thought no no one heard it and he would laugh and no, I was really? like oh you realize laughing at my jokes is like the biggest compliment ever yeah. right? oh. and so we like had a little you know thing for like three months and then I actually kind of cut it off Really? Because I started working at a new job and I was so incredibly busy oh yeah and he couldn't what was your new that, job? Like, was that that was the the agency? The agency, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I, and then that, and then like I'm also in school full time. Yeah, and so you have a busy work, life. So literally working fifty hours a week, and then also like, uh, you know, doing school and stuff. It was just like so just. 
And like, he got a bit clingy, right? And he got a little bit clingy yeah. and he didn't understand why, like, on my days off or yeah. something, like, why I wouldn't want to see him. Like, literally on my one or two days off a week, I all I'd want to do is just sleep. And I also had to do the shit that I couldn't do on, like, on those main days. Like, Absolutely. Of... of and I had to explain that. I think a lot of the time these like older men forget that like we're in our twenties and we just want to be like surrounded by friends all the time. But not only that, we also need to sleep. Like we need to no, get yes. eight hours a night. And I was talking to him and he was like, I literally don't sleep. And I'm like, so you, so doesn't. you have 24 hours in a day, whereas we have what? 12 yeah. no, <laughs> to get no, everything no. that we need done. No, he, he wakes up early. He's like a 5am. Yeah. Of but he, he goes he, to bed at like three. Yes. No. And he can literally go to bed at like one and he wakes up at the same time. Time. I need to like get into this like someone teach me this yeah but yeah so we took a little we took we took a break for sure uh you know I kind of sent a little text and everything because he what was kind of not strange but like he'd always be like I want a picture of you today and all this stuff and like I hated all these like little tasks that you would have to do and stuff and it was just like it didn't seem like we were connecting anymore and yeah. so I also just need to focus on work and school and stuff so I took a little bit of a break. We didn't talk for like six or seven months. And then now, obviously, uh, rekindled things back in like February because I'm in a better place now with like work and school and I'm a lot more like flexible and everything. And like, he's a great yeah. guy. So like, and he always wanted to like meet my friends even like before. So. Because you talk so highly of us. That's yeah. what I love about you. You have so much respect for the people that you surround yourself and with. And then, so I actually forgot to tell you a little story. Ooh, okay. About when the first in our first little three month fling so my he wanted he loved my old roommate ava. yeah ava love and ava she is the sweetest and most incredible person in my life love her to death and so we have a little story about her and i kind of thing oh. so obviously at the time in like may of 2021 all the covid restrictions started to be lifted yeah and they had this the first concert back at like that was the big reopening of yes. like you know was it Staples? Everything. No, it was at the SoFi Stadium. Hot. Or, yeah, SoFi Stadium. Yeah, and so he invited us and stuff, and he was like, "Come, like blah blah,", blah. and all this stuff because you know his person may have been performing. Performing. We love. And so he was like, "Yeah, like come, bring Ava. Like I want to meet yes. her and all this stuff." But we had a little bit of an issue oh, that no. we ran into. Were you double booked that night? No. Oh, okay. So we get there and all this stuff, and apparently it was like the the COVID like Vax concert and all this stuff, and oh. we didn't know that. Like we didn't know that it was like a Vax concert. What does that mean? Like promoting Vax? Or? So yeah, they were promoting the okay. vaccine and stuff. And you could get I, it there at the concert. No, no, no. Oh. But <laughs> but um, it was we got there and we saw all these signs for like oh um like coat like uh, a vaccine checkpoint like before right. you go in and we were like what like all of a sudden i was fully vaccinated at the time right so it wasn't an issue for me at all and he had his assistant waiting for me to like escort us yeah. like to the backstage or whatever and i called the assistant and i'm like what is this like vax checkpoint because ava at the time had only had one, one shot of them. And so we literally get there and she's like, I don't know, like, we're going to have to, like, figure this out. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, maybe we can try to get you in, like, her in, but, like, I don't know. And I was like, so they tried to figure that out. It wasn't going to work out because obviously it's, like, the first thing that's going back on. And he 
Mr. Mans felt so bad, but the assistant, one of his old assistant was giving me some tude, like major attitude. Basically was just like on the phone was like, you didn't realize you have to be vaccinated for a fucking vax concert. And I was like, and I I was on the phone was like, uh, well, nobody told me it was a vax concert. All I was told was to come here and- At this time, looking hot. Looking hot, bitch. And- As if she spoke to you like that. Like you were an extension of Mr. Manns at that point. That is so disrespectful. And so uh, Mr. Manns called me and he felt so bad because obviously he didn't make everything clear with me of what the event was. And so then he ended up you know he's a powerhouse so he well this is his got, fucking yeah. concert <laughs> so he got me and ava a reservation like he <gasps> called up a restaurant and was like at the place that we went to on our first like date or whatever you yeah. want to call it got us a res there and he's like it's fully paid for already get whatever you want so oh, I mean, Mr. Mans. Yeah, always coming through. So yeah, never going to, always going to make sure that you're having a good time. So we left the concert and stuff because we didn't get in, obviously. And we, me and Ava just enjoyed a dinner to ourselves. Oh, I love and that. And we literally walked in, they escorted us to the same table. It's like his table that's like known there, apparently. And we had a lovely time. I remember we saw a couple other celebrities there that I think like Lil Nas was like there when we were like there and I was like what? That is so um, cool. And yeah. yeah we just had a lovely dinner and it was all paid for. Oh I love Mr. Mans. So going back to the point of being totally financially stable before getting into this. Yes. Um, your line of work what you used to do is so interesting to me mm-hmm. because it is an untapped industry for a lot of other people who could be making a shitload of money on the yeah. side of their other jobs even yeah. though you need like many hours in the day to do it yeah no it it's a lot um i mean i've always been such a sex positive person and yeah i've just always been yeah i mean you know as a gay person we're amazing with when it comes to like expressing you know just body positivity how, just sex how, positivity you know fucking horny and rotten. The amount of times that I have been here this week and you've just dipped. You're like, hey girlies, um, the door's open. I'm gonna see you in a couple hours. Maybe tomorrow, maybe tonight. Bye. <laughs> and then you just go fucking bang some guy. Yeah, it's so get hot. Get a in, I love it. Real time. quick, real quick. Yeah, just real quick. Oh. And um, so yeah, I it's and it's an industry, obviously, with dealing with, you know, some content creators on yeah. you know the OnlyFans side and everything and you know they it's a big industry here it's OnlyFans a, it's, a, it's huge like yeah. LA is the capital for OnlyFans uh, yeah. a, a thought like it's exciting even, and it's even, such even a creators in general a yeah. lot of the biggest creators all in LA yeah and so they have these you know agencies set up where they will have people come in and oh, they're like marketing and you earn commission like, off marketing yeah. strategy and, and working with the content they creators want, and everyone's young yeah you know, because it, you're not gonna have some like older person like helping with like like my like kind of like day-to-day and stuff was brainstorming ideas of like what can we what's our next photo shoot gonna be like oh yeah let's plan a trip so we can get like really good content there. collaborations with Collab- other content collab- creators so it's a yeah. lot of brainstorming just getting fresh minds in yeah. there and I had no experience before. I was just kind of brought into it. My friend just started working there and he was like, I can get you. With the way here. that you talk, bitch, you would yeah. be amazing at this. And like <laughs> so just having like a really open mind and just being so sex positive, like 
was literally all you needed to like thrive there. Yeah, that's and everyone literally half more than half of the employees were gay men. Like, <sighs> and I just think we have like a different eye when it comes to like being able to like uh, sell. You know, yeah. like what what does it take to sell and yeah. everything and like these content creators. You know, obviously. Well, they're focusing on all their other brands themselves, photo shoots, all that kind of stuff. They actually need a manager to help navigate the rest of that. And so they need someone, you know, to tell, they are, I feel like content creators and these OnlyFans people are very much like, they like to be told like, this is what we're doing. Yeah. This is what I want you to do and all this stuff. And well, a lot of the time the content creators are artists and they don't yeah. have the business strategy behind it and that's why working together with a team and collaborating is so important no and that's what literally we would have like team work days where we would all just brainstorm for hours yes. about you know what what is how is this gonna work how is you know what how are we gonna get more attention from outside and bring more yes. people on to the to the yeah. program it's so and good. so that was a, definitely a side of you know, only fans and stuff that I kind of discovered, and it's honestly amazing. It's so good. It's it's something that I didn't even like. It's almost like commission thing. based freelance work, right? Exactly. And so yeah, we were. So all, you can work all over the world and do this. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's all remote, everything, and so it was nice, like with school and stuff because mm-hmm. my school is also online, so like I could be anywhere and everywhere. I never had any. And you need a little break from yeah. working and studying. You can yeah. just go. No, because literally when I was be creative. at the cafe and yeah. being a host. As a gay man, gays are like we're going, we're going, we're party, party club, 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 we're going, we're going. Like we no have sleep. all this, no fucking sleep, bitch. I have had You've three sleep. hours of sleep this no. week. Yes, <sighs> and so I would literally like my shifts at this goddamn cafe would start at six thirty in the morning. I would be out until five thirty, and I'd take a thirty minute nap before I'd go work an eight hour shift. I said, no, this is not working for me, bitch. I need to find something else because there have been plenty of times that I walked into that goddamn place and I was wasted. <laughs> And I was, and That's thank, probably why you're and, so charismatic. Yeah, and thank God I would literally just walk around and just be like, hey, like, how's your food? Like, this is, uh, yeah, are you enjoying You it? want a mimosa? You want a mimosa? I'll do a mimosa yeah. with you all. Want a tequila yeah. shot? <laughs> Let's go. You were making this joint so yeah. much money. Yeah. Oh, I and, love it. Yeah, no, I was just like their little, like, and I had still had a mask on at the time, and so I was just known as like the blue-eyed little faggot. You're, you're, <laughs> honestly, your blue eyes are so piercing. I love it. Um. But yeah, they were my money makers there, and people would even oh. just hand me cash like oh. at my job. The tipping industry here is just so good. Like mm-hmm. you're never gonna leave a job not making a shit ton of money if you're in the tipping industry. Yeah, and you know how to work people. Yeah, that's a big thing. And so that was a big reason why I wanted to take on this new job and stuff because it was a lot more flexible with just like my lifestyle and everything. And but it yeah, is I, hard work. Like you're it, on all the no, time. It was. So if someone was to come in and take this on as like a, a side hustle work from like 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. and they have another job, could they do it? Or is it very um, much you need to be on 24-7? It was de- the thing is like with it and that I started to realize that it was like taking a toll on like my mental health was because it literally it never stops. Yeah. It never stops. And it's stops. commission based. So you want to earn and money, you fucking work. Exactly. Yeah. And so it was just like so taxing like at the beginning it was so much fun and everything but then when I realized that like I was really starting to fall into like this like kind of hole of like mm-hmm. and even Meg saw me like the last time yeah last time was, I saw you you were so different you were yeah. so stressed and now you you've just yeah. let loose those and, blue eyes are vibrant yeah no the last time Meg was with me it was like in December 
And I was, that was like a very low point where yeah. it came to like, oh my God, like living work is taking over my life and I'm also in school. Yeah. Like this you needed to like, find that balance. I just needed to find a different balance. And so I, you know, I kind of talked with my parents and stuff and like we, I told them that like I was just not doing yeah, well. Yeah, you can't do this right now. And so they already support me very well. I love my parents so much. Like they, they do. Like, oh my god, that's awesome. Like they support me with my rent. Like yeah. They pay for. I mean, granted, I'm literally only 20 years old. You so are. Yeah. You're they, young. I feel like that's pretty normal. But um, yeah, so I'm now not at the agency. I'm just kind of being an unemployed little sexy boy running yeah, around LA but, making memories it's like me <laughs> yeah, but um very grateful for the experience I was definitely would you um, go back I think I would if I found the right balance and yeah. stuff with like school and stuff because school is definitely like something I'm trying to focus on like a lot what are you studying in school um I am studying well so I am transferring to Pepperdine in uh, spring of 2023, Ooh. and my undergrad will be in business administration, but then I'm going to do grad school there and study like finance. Yep. So that is like my game plan right now. I can't wait to see your first business. Oh like it's going to pop off with all your experience these days. Yeah. And I mean, literally at the agency that I used to work at, I was managing a full team and stuff and I kind of worked my way up because I was one of the, their first like employees there <laughs> and most of the OG squad there kind of, you know, disappeared. Well, you and kind of, you came in, you set the standard, the other people left and then everyone that came in after you had to follow pretty much your structure. Yeah, kind of. And there was one other person that stayed around pretty much like for the same amount of time. And we just, I managed like probably six other managers and stuff. And Whoa. So I, just had, I just had to make sure that everyone, you know, was doing what they're supposed to be doing, brainstorming, making sure you know, we're not disappointing clients. And yep. I was also training and hiring <gasps> at new employees. Yeah, you hustled so many people into uh -huh. that company. You're no, a hard worker. Yeah, so I just wanted the best for the agency and stuff. Did you earn commission off the people that you brought in? Um, so they... Like a signing fee? No, not for like employees. No, okay. But if you did refer, you know, a, a creator, you get a, you nice. do, you get a commission. You're, you're still on their, uh -huh. their payroll really. So yeah, you, yeah. yeah, you kind of get like a, a little percentage of like their earnings nice. and stuff from, you know, their platform. Ugh. There's just so much that. money in this There's, industry. Th oh, the I amount of the people will like people will pay seen. for content. Like it is just, so, especially in the gay community. Uh -huh. It's massive. Gay people are rotten and pigs and we are just constantly horny and thinking about sex and that's and it's all about selling the fantasy like in like you know i can't wait to get off my antidepressants and start thinking this way again <laughs> yeah. i am numb because yeah. of that lexapro <laughs> yeah. no but i mean all a gay person needs is you know some some porn blue eyes and a fat ass and prep, prep. and yes. prep bitch prep bitch. if you're not okay if you are gay and you are listening to this and you are not on prep Literally, what are you doing? What are you doing? Literally, what you're, are you doing? You're putting everyone else in danger. Get on Protect prep. Protect yourself, bitch. Taking you prep is hot. You cannot trust anyone in this world, even if you think you know them. Because I know plenty of people that have been in relationships and they weren't on prep. Oh, come and on. Then, relationships in the gay community is such a loose term. That's why I haven't been in one. <laughs> yeah!
Yes. Well, I love that. Okay, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive into that soon. And stuff I know. I want to talk like, more about like your past life before we met. Yeah, yeah. So you've never been in. A, I've never been in a relationship either. No. I've had flings. Yeah. No. Yeah. Flings. You can have. <laughs> Like a little three-week little bender. Now, didn't then, you have I, a boyfriend last year for 12 hours? Okay, so... And then he cheated on you that night at Pegasus? We don't really talk about that, but yes, I did. Um, and oh my God, me and Mr. Mans talk about that all the time because we think it's fucking hilarious. I it mean, is I, so funny, I, David. I think it's fucking hilarious. We had a little fling and like, this is the first person that like, you know, I was really, you know, really starting to like vibe with and yeah. stuff. And like, I've never really felt that way about someone. Because, like, how I grew up and stuff was way different than, like, how a lot of, like, other gay boys like, What do you mean by up. that? Yeah. I don't know. I just wasn't surrounded by, like, I was literally, like, the only person, like, at my <sighs> high school that, like, came out and stuff and was, like, and I actually graduated. What age were you when you came out? I, uh, 17. Okay. But I was, like, it wasn't a bad experience. Like, I didn't, I loved, like, my parents, obviously, they don't give a fucking shit, obviously. Mm-hmm. But. They just want your happiness. Like. And I just decided to leave high school. Like, I graduated a year early. I hustled and bustled that summer. Literally, junior year, summer. Or no, junior year going to senior year. I literally took my last final and I said, I never want to walk Mm -hmm. back into this high school. Went straight to the counseling office. Set up six summer classes so that I didn't have to go back. And it wasn't, I loved high school, loved my experience there, but I just think I was just so, I, you I were restricted, I was, right? I, was, I think I was just too mature yeah. for everything that was going on. The drama was just bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I need to get out of here. And like, I knew that there was another world for me out there. And that's mm-hmm. when I met my best friend, Michael. Love Michael. So then we met. Little mini Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, literally. He's so And cute. so then I, we just started becoming friends and then I was doing community since I okay the reason why I didn't go obviously straight to a four-year like mm-hmm. university was because I made that last minute decision I don't want to go back mm-hmm. to, you needed some time away from school and now yeah. that you're matured a little bit more seen a bit more of the world you can probably handle it way better yeah and so I just decided to do CC and stuff community mm-hmm. college nice. for the people that don't know that CC um so yeah I decided to go straight into CC and just you know, do that instead of, you know, going into a four year because I couldn't at the time. You also, it was probably good for you to give yourself a chance mm-hmm. to realize what degree you wanted to go down exactly. as well. I knew I wanted, I've always been good at math, always love numbers. So finance, business, so, yeah. And, but I was actually utterly and disgustingly bad at managing my money as a kid. My dad would give me a hundred dollars. I'd go spend it right then and there. Yeah. I, my grandparents would give that me that money so burns much. a hole yeah. in my pocket too. And my dad would always get so mad at me yeah. for not being able to manage my money. And so I was like, well, maybe this is something that like I want to get into and be able to actually like you know. Manage. Can you teach me? <laughs> I mean, I'm teach not, me how to write an Excel I'm, spreadsheet for my not, budget. I am not. I'm not there, bitch. Okay, but, I'll I'll come but, back in a come, year yeah. and maybe we can figure this. Out. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about your home life because you mentioned your high school experience before and how you just wanted to get out. And we are pretty fresh friends. We've known each other for what six months. Yeah, not too and long. I don't know much about your history. Yeah, um, definitely, it's a lot to unpack. But I'm going to try to, you know, make it as. I just need know, to get to the bottom of yeah. how and why you're so sex positive. I um, need that. So growing up, my parents like divorced when I was very young, very, very young. And 
It was the longest divorce that I've ever heard of from a family, and it was so crazy. How just old were like, you? I think I was three or four when my parents started the divorce. Oh my gosh. And it was literally an ongoing thing for probably uh, since I, till I was probably like 14 <gasps> or 15. So and extreme then, developmental years for yes, you. Yes. And there were a lot of, you know, very traumatic things that happened uh, during that time of like the divorce. Like my mom was a drug addict and like alcoholic and stuff. And but my grandparents, like her parents... Is my that why whole, you're so evasive my, for drugs, my, would you say? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. would say, like, I saw drugs kind of ruin my family yeah. and alcohol and stuff. And so I was very much like, I know and I've always had an addictive personality. Yeah, and, yeah with this nicotine. But, like, that's my only, like, little guilty pleasure. Everyone has something that's making them die a little bit sooner. And so, like, yeah. all Minus I... the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I've obviously been offered drugs many times and I steer away from it as much as possible. That's so refreshing well, to hear. A lot of people our age are like, give me. Yeah. But yeah, I just need I just need a little, you know, tequila soda and my jewel and I'm set for the night and I can last. I I people have told me now recently like I can't like, believe you're not on drugs when we're yeah, out. I'm like, like, how are you awake? No, literally I we've been going hard the past like three or four weeks, like going out and not leaving the club until six AM, which you know has happened recently. But back to you know we're digressing let's go back to family life let's go back to family life um yeah my it was definitely very traumatic and everything my mom was a as i said uh, a drug addict and alcoholic but um there were some other things that kind of happened she had like a very abusive boyfriend in the middle of all of that and so i kind of witnessed that like as a kid and my mom was in and out of rehab i've she's like the biggest thing that was like, hard, and it was like so hard for me as a kid was my mom's side of my family is very wealthy, but fake wealthy kind mm. of. Like they, um, he like, my grandpa would always file for bankruptcy and stuff, but like owned like an architecture firm and everything. It's and snaky, I love that. Yeah, it's very, it's very snaky. He sounds like one of my exes. <laughs> Maybe I did date him. <laughs> but um, My little so grandson, I, David. <laughs> But yeah, as a kid, I was literally showered with anything and everything that I mm-hmm. wanted. And my, Especially going through a divorce, they just yes, want to keep you happy. Exactly, right? especially for the kids and everything. Mm-hmm. And so their whole you know, ideology was buying my love and everything. And I was always in, like, I was so young. Like, they would literally buy me a vest. Like, I was literally the cool kid on the block that had mm-hmm. everything that I wanted. Yeah. I We had literally a gaga court in my backyard. We had, uh, I, any, I was buying my friends were coming with me on our family trips to Hawaii all the time. Like I literally got anything and everything that I wanted. And that was something that I'm so grateful for that. Like my dad kind of steered me away from and like actually taught me the value of like a dollar and stuff Mm -hmm. because that's not how I was raised. And that's not how the real world works. Exactly. But I also think that might be like where our trauma comes from with seeking validation from older men who have money. No, Because that's how we were shown love, right? Yeah. Because I have a similar experience with that. And so that's still something I am, you know, dealing with, like Mm -hmm. trauma from like my childhood and stuff. And there were a lot of things with like my mom that she like literally wanted to like kill herself all the time. And like that was something that was like an, a very repeating yeah. action. Was it almost like, like a att- threat? Like, like attempt. Yeah. It was very much like she did like 
many attempted suicides oh kind of stuff like and it would sometimes even be like in front of me and my brother and but not like with like pills and stuff yeah. and one of the, I would and say, would you know what was happening I when you were that young or is it looking back you're like oh my god this was a cry for help from her I I don't know but I, I honestly can't tell you I feel like I've my defense mechanism is very much like I'm just like forget and go blank and stuff mm-hmm. and like do you have a hazy memory of your childhood would you say uh, I think there's like certain things that really stand out like that yeah and there's like I just remember like literally we were like in the living room and she is like do what I just said mm-hmm. like and then all of a sudden the next thing I know cops are <gasps> running in through the door and they're taking her away and stuff and then I didn't see her for nine months and so it was like just a very up and down roller coaster of just like craziness and like my mom's side of my family is just like even like they raised her like she they raised that monster like and I really don't even consider her my mom anymore like wow she yeah. it felt like she wasn't really even like fighting for me yeah and stuff and like does just, she have mental health issues yeah obviously yeah. with addiction yeah, yeah addiction and just all of that and um yeah there was she went to rehab several times and then kind of the reason why why we don't have like a relationship anymore and I don't even like know where she it, is yeah either. don't know where she is even like now yeah. haven't spoken to her in like six or seven years <gasps> oh wow not even any part of like my mom's side of my family like yeah. none of them yeah um totally estranged yeah and that's for your own benefit yeah. at this point and I guess it's yeah my dad was very much protecting me and, yeah. st- and stuff but I was really the only kid and like her like son that was like since I was the youngest, I was kind of, like, oblivious to everything, yeah. and I didn't really know what was, like, going on, and I was very much, like, yeah, she is fucking bad shit crazy, but she's my mom at the end of the day. Yeah. So I was always, like, my brother was never, he was very much, like, I'm out, like, whatever, because mm-hmm. he's six years older than me, so he yeah. had, you know... He was a bit more mature yeah. seeing all of that. It made yeah. more sense to him. Yeah, and so yeah. I was always the one that, like, all throughout elementary school and middle school and even parts of high school, like since the divorce was going on for so long, I had mandatory court... Um, <gasps> what? Manda- mandatory court therapists that would come into my school like once a week and I'd be pulled out of my classes and I'd have to talk to the therapist for like a for And like did an people hour. know where you were going? Was it like a yeah, big thing? I, was it... What was the reception from your peers it was, with that? It was just like they obviously like understood but some of my friends like obviously just being like immature little bitches and stuff like they would bring up so-and-so's name of like my mom's like abuser and stuff wow. and like they'd bring that up to proper me bullying kind of, like yeah. and they would just like bring up that name and it was just something that was like what the fuck like what yeah. are you doing this for yeah. like literally what do you like, get out of this yeah. you like seeing me squirm yeah like what the hell is wrong and with you so i was literally like in like doing therapy for years and wow. she started so it it kind of was like she, no contact with her at some points and then she started to get a little bit better and we would do like supervised visits then it went to um like non-supervised visits and stuff and then she started it seemed like she was getting on like a better track and then it just absolutely went she had a do you know where she is now how is she doing now no yeah no idea nothing and i'll get it's actually so sad like i cry all the time like thinking about it but i'll get random like calls and then I'll from like unknown numbers from like an unknown number and it will be and then I'll get a voicemail and then I'll look and it literally is like 
my mom saying like hey like miss you like and all stuff and like i remember i got one on my birthday and she you could hear her crying like in her voice and i just immediately broke down like it was awful like and seeing your mom cry is just a different it's a different feeling but yeah so she seemed like she was going on like a good path and everything and then there was a mandatory court order because they had suspicions that she was getting back into drugs and mm-hmm. stuff and just uh, alcohol. Um, and she didn't show up for her court dates and stuff. And so that's a big no-no. Mm-hmm. And so then they just... That's how mainly the divorce... like they were That divorced, was finalized, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Like, it was all finalized. Like, yeah. She didn't show because up Because of that action of hers, and yeah. Then didn't, and then didn't see her since. And that was like... So, so clearly, like, someone was trying to hang on to the marriage if it went for so long, mm-hmm. right? And who it, was that? Was that it, your dad? It was or? definitely my mom. Yeah. And my grandpa. Because you need two people because, signing yeah. on that dotted line. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was... Oh, my God, I wanted to get out of yeah. there immediately. But she was obviously trying to fight for her kids. But, like... Mm-hmm it was obvious that my dad was gonna like protect you as much as yeah be the one who's gonna get full custody and everything and so they obviously had joint custody for a bit but now my dad has like 100 percent full custody and like the person who i now see as like my mom and i could literally consider my mom as my stepmom like wow oh that's beautiful yeah i love her like so much and she has been like i always like in on mother's day and stuff like mother's day is always the worst day for me like i Mm -hmm. literally always cry every single mother's day Mm But then I, like, look back and I'm like, okay. Like, Wait, you do have a mom. Is, but yeah. I do have a mom. But, like, yeah. obviously it's, like, it's just really hard to process that, like, I know that my mom's out there. <sighs> and she's not making an effort to, like, you know, possibly rebuild that relationship with my dad. Even if, like, it just needs to be, like, on a friendly basis. It could come, you know, in the next few years. I mean, it's still, yeah. I mean, yeah, it has been going on for a really long time. But yeah. in the scheme of things, it is still fresh. Maybe yeah. if you want her in your life at one point. Yeah, I think that that's definitely... The some, older you are, the yeah. better you'll be able to handle it. Yeah. And so it's always been hard. What I have realized is my dad and my brother always bring up these things about her, but it's been so hard for me to process and, like, see her like that. So I've always been the person that's, like, I would still give her, like, another chance. Of course, but like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of, like, past it mm-hmm. and because I've just realized that, like, I have a mom now mm-hmm. and, like, that's really all I need, like she was nothing but like havoc and so I just think like that whole part of my life really made me into someone who is so like I've such open arms just like with everything and like mm-hmm. literally anything well, you've, you've you've felt not necessarily hate but you felt animosity and it's not like you want to bring that on someone else and I think people with trauma can go two ways they put that on everyone else they meet or they go in a total different direction and it's open arms total yeah. positivity yeah and there's obviously some other things that I just don't really feel comfortable talking about that like happened yeah. with like some of my like stepmom or with my mom's like boyfriend yeah. that she had like in between my parents like divorcing and stuff and like yeah but I think a lot of those things really shaped me into like who I am today mm-hmm. and like but for the better like obviously it was a very like your work life. ethic is so strong like you're constantly just on to the next thing wanting to get out of the situation you're in making things better constantly and it's so yeah. cool to see yeah and so I think that also everything just kind of translated really into like now like my sex positivity yeah. and like you know just being, the, just being the little slavish the little horror that I am um (laughs) but I don't know and yeah as kind of relating that to this I like literally growing up I didn't know like 
any like gay people really and I always knew I was mm-hmm. and everything obviously my dad oh my god he knew a thousand percent he knew exactly when I was four years old and I <laughs> and I asked him on my and it's so cute like thinking back to I have pictures of it yeah but thinking back to when I was four and for Halloween I asked him I said I said to my dad I go can I please dress up as a princess oh and he and my dad walked me around to the houses while his son was dressed up in a dress and a wig and everything and I was a little princess for Halloween and he walked me around like the And you best never father. took that costume off. <laughs> You're yeah, still a little I have, princess. I haven't taken off those goddamn heels in years. <laughs> they are they are sewn into my feet and I've always got a little pump on. Isn't that so beautiful that your dad just had unconditional love? Like yeah, no sometimes worries. that is unheard of, especially with fathers yeah. and son relationships. Yeah. Oh. No, that's why I think I literally have the opposite issue of every single gay man. Yeah. Because I have I don't have daddy issues. I have mommy, mommy issues, issues like, and that cuts deeper. Like daddy yeah. issues just comes out sexuality. Yeah, mommy exactly. issues, that's character based. That is character, <laughs> intellectual mm-hmm. ability to mm-hmm. think and process emotions because they're the caring ones. They're the ones that are yes. show. And I, obviously, my dad has like some of those quality, like those qualities of like a mom and stuff. He yeah. had to kind of take on both roles, but yeah, mommy issues that is not talked about. And, Ugh, like, that is mommy not. Issues is probably worse than daddy issues absolutely i totally agree i totally agree oh my gosh Um, yeah like i had like growing up like a little bit of like you know my gay experiences with some of like my what was your first ever gay experience how old were you (laughs) i was when was it where was it okay i was in fifth grade when i had my first so 10 yeah years old yeah i was like yeah yeah yeah, like 10 years old fifth grade um, and this wasn't just like a one-time occurrence. We would fuck all the time. <gasps> we would use water as lube because we didn't know what was going on. But literally in fifth grade, had like a little fling with like a boy and he would come over like all, we went Shut to school together up. and like he would come over and we would be like, yeah, like he's coming over, dad. Like we're, you know, play date. And my dad, mind you, I was just living with my dad at the time. So he would always be at work. And so so it just be so, you two at home. So then he, he I'm like, bye dad. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> oh like, my gosh! Having flip fuck sex with this boy on my living room couch, and we're like ten years old, and oh, we I would love we would even go in like our jacuzzi in our backyard and like you know mess around in the goddamn jacuzzi, like. I was a little fucking slut. You were like, a little demon. Yeah. I love but this. Then it kind of ended when. He is straight now. He is. He has a girlfriend. He is very much straight. He I wonder is. how he thinks of that. He, I've gotten a text from him before. He's like, hey, I know that we, you know, we fooled around a lot, like in like elementary school and stuff. But I just want to let you know, like I am straight, but like I love you as a human being. Like, oh, that's be, so. How did you feel receiving be. that? I loved it and everything, and but it kind of ended when you know we were having sex, like mm-hmm. sup one time, and I was like, I was like, what if we kissed? And all of a sudden, and then he was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god, he was using you for sex! This little fifth grader! Literally, a little fifth grader, I go, can And that was the first time you applied, and from then on, you've never wanted a relationship. Yeah. And now you just don't kiss people. Yeah. Except when you're holding them down, sucking their titty like a cock. Yeah, literally. Drunk as fuck, sitting on your sugar daddy's patio. Guys, I literally, like, sucked on Meg's tit last night at this pool party and I was literally sucking it as if it was a goddamn penis. It like, was it was not I good. I started shoving my fingers down Meg's throat saying, take it, you little bitch. And I'm like, let me suck on your titties, bitch. Like, <laughs> oh my God. 
Sucko, sucko. Sucko. And, oh, that, and that's why also, like, me and my roommates, Clover and Sally, like, we are all, we walk around naked. Like, yeah, I love I, it. We are just so just whole out. Yeah. Like, I mean, everyone loves to see my pink little hole. It is the a, most beautiful hole. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty iconic. It, it is iconic. It, yeah. A little pink tight hole. <laughs> I want to bring that little pink hole with me. Yeah, and I just have like you know my little like blonde peach fuzz on my. Oh ass my god, it is beautiful. When the light was hitting it yesterday, I was like, oh, the peach fuzz. Yes, yeah. it's just little. It's little. It's the little details, Davis. But yeah, I think also just like growing up and like doing all of that stuff and like having that experience, I I don't know. I feel like since I didn't really know any gay people like in high school and stuff, like I immediately, like there was so much of this pent up mm -hmm. like horniness mm -hmm. that like I was literally on grinder. That you're still was, getting like, out of your system yeah. right now. And I was literally like 15 or 16, like on grinder, like trying to talk to boys and like all mm -hmm. this stuff. And like my first, I would say like my first like actual like gay sex experience besides that. I mean, I would say that is, but I was in fifth grade and I didn't really know what I was doing. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But I was literally, I think I was 16 or 17, and I went and hooked up with this guy in his dorm at USD, and that was like my first, he was an A, he was a, wait, I forget what, I think, not, I think an AA, that was what we call, like you're, like, it's like a, no, not an AA meeting. Yeah, like, what? You know, he's an RRA, he's an RA. RA. He's an RA. So an what does R, that mean? An RA is like someone, like a they are like a college student but like they kind of make sure that everyone is they're like, like the housing mom yes, but yes, like a student house, yeah, a yeah, student. yeah 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 and so he had a nice dorm which was like nice he was all to himself and everything so yeah he was an ra that was my first like story and i just you love the men with power uh-huh i love and i've always been interested in older men not old like wait okay the way that you were like fully um assaulting me last night is that how you usually fuck is it extremely rough okay i definitely do because i have bruises all over me i am literally like such a sucker for just like rough play but i also love like long play like yeah i feel like a lot of people don't really like do that but i want to like i want someone to play with me all night long well is that why you didn't come home last night i was expecting you to find us all in your bed yeah, I may have, you know, departed to go Wait, see someone. Wait, okay, speaking of coming home and we were all in your bed. Okay, so I left the club, the insane gay club, like on Saturday night. I yeah. left, I was home at 4 a.m. I'm in bed trying to sleep. It is 6 a.m. I hear, <laughs> you being like, if anyone gets in the fucking shower, I'll fucking cut your throat. Abdallah's walking in. We don't talk about what happened tonight, everyone. Yeah. Don't talk about it. And then I just like, I'm lying there, eyes shut, just listening. And yeah. then Davis is like, chill out. Just because we got sucked off standing next to each other. Does, it's not a big deal, okay? <laughs> yeah, so I actually was always so scared of warehouse parties. Like, circuity warehouse it, parties. I was always so Davis, scared it makes sense. That was the scariest thing I've ever been to. <laughs> but I passed out in the corner for two hours, and yet it was still horrifying. This bitch was so fucked up, and we couldn't get her out, and so... I had to just... Like, I, I had to throw in the towel. I was literally just like, <laughs> girlies, I'm having... I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm she, having fun. Profusely throwing up. I'm taking myself she home. Irish exit, bitch. Literally. I said, bye. I said, she said bye. bye. But, um, yeah, so we... I I always like to start the I honestly have never I'm in this new era of fuck Fridays mm -hmm. Saturdays and Sundays my new thing Sunday fun day will always be like is 
the best types Sunday of is for the sluts. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Slut fun, day. Yeah, Sunday Fun Day Slut Day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they are just like so because it like it feels so wrong. It does that feel it's wrong. So right. Well, it's God's day. Yeah. And we're out here getting our ass a. But okay, so I needed. We need to go into what happened. Yeah, we do. And. So we, you know, we started off, you know, wholesome. We went out in WeHo and stuff. We were just going to all the bars and everything. We were like, mm-mm, mm-mm, let's bunk this up right now, bitch. We need to we buy are, tickets to this fucking we warehouse need to go party. To Pegasus, bitch. We we're, get there so early, got, which was good because we could explore yeah. everything. We explored the dark room. Yeah, there's. At one point in the night, I remember someone being like, there's a girl in here. <laughs> and I was like, I'm leaving, okay? Calm down. Yeah. But um, no, we went there and like, I saw some boy that like I we've been talking on Instagram for like months and stuff and he's from uh, another city and he's moving here in a couple months or whatever but I saw him and so you know we went into a dark room and I may have you know sucked him off and fingered him and then someone tried to join in and you I was gave like, him a no. taste of the city to make him come back uh-huh. or cancel his flight <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then, you know, he texted me after and he was like, I want more. I want more of a taste. Oh, I remember like, this guy. Like, I saw the like, message, yeah. He was like, I can't wait for more one-on-one time. And I was like, yeah, fuck. Like, seriously, That's going to be dude, so good. Have like, that on tap. Yeah. No, was he no, hot no. in the light? Yeah. Okay, oh cool. God. Yeah. So then I kind of lost him and then I was just like kind of running around with like everyone. And then uh, the person, you know, that may have given us or my friends, you know, some substances um, he ended up, you know, taking me under his wing. Mm-hmm. And then, mind you, literally everyone at these goddamn warehouse parties, no one can get hard. No one? Yeah. No man can get Wait, hard. Wait, actually, this is I like... I literally couldn't get hard, even though I wasn't, like... I literally wasn't even, like, on any drugs. Like, I was literally just drinking. I and, know, like, and you couldn't do I, it. Like, but that, I like, brings up. me to the story of our friend who was running around trying to find trade substances. And, like, <laughs> and he was, like, like as he was, like, talking with someone, the 10th person that he found who was, like, yeah, all right, I'll trade with you. And then he was, like, <laughs> wait, his, like, the guy was, like, wait, hold on, let me see your hole. So, like, our friend is, like, I don't know if he wants me to say his name or not. He's, like, he like he's wearing this jock strap, which has his hole totally out. And he, this guy who's, like, swapping the substances, he's, like, let me just, like, eat it out. So, he's eating it out. Cheeks spread. There's a fucking line forming behind this guy. No, yes. Ten it, people. Yeah, ten. Little runs up to us and he's like hey, 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 I just got my whole ate by ten different people oh my god it was and so chaotic no and then literally I were literally just walking around and they're just like watching and like there were people just like oh my god like it was chaos it was, it was a huge dark room and like, yeah. the next thing you know we're getting our dicks up together uh, best friend you know all in a line lines. arching your back arching. watching everyone else and I mind you I was literally just wearing a thong like I was yeah. and I was like why is nobody like you know popping like, my fucking pussy right why now why is nobody like balls deep in me cream pieing my pussy right now literally like why is this not like you know like that's what that's what I needed and like, I think I have to add guy, an explicit warning at the start yeah. of this episode and this guy started like sucking my dick and whatever and like I don't know since it, it was just like a weird situation of like I really couldn't get hard before but like I also you know I love my hole played with a little bit yeah, and stuff okay. so like then he started like playing with my hold and then you know instant boner okay this is another thing about <laughs> gay men they have explored every inch of their own body and everyone else's body oh yeah you want to get hard you know exactly what's yeah. going to turn you on you just gotta like 
tilt your head a little bit and then a little bit that way yeah perfect we're on let's go yeah. it's so good and you know next thing i know i look at my phone and it says 5 45 in the morning the sun is coming up and cyclists s- are biking past yes. you've the, made a mistake the, the moms are on their morning walk literally like getting their coffee. coffees with their little chihuahuas yeah the chihuahuas, the chihuahuas. <laughs> and um literally like me and sam were like okay we need to go whatever we go like literally like face fucking this bitch and we go up to and we're like we're like hey like we gotta go or like we should probably go and everything and he's like hold on i'm gonna come really quick just give me a sec (laughs) me and sam go and just walk around like try to like you know just figure out like when are we leaving we go back and he's like no no no. like i'm gonna come right now like it's okay like and then and then he did and then we walked outside and it was Bright as day. And you and could see the people that were sucking you off. And it was a yeah. matter of how fast do we run? No, fast or really and fast? They, and they were like following us out of the club. I was like, literally just get away from get us. Get away from I'm us. Scared. Oh, but, Honestly, um, that was one of the most fun. Every night, every time I come and visit you, it's just chaos. It's yeah. so fun. I'm so glad that I was able to observe that. Yeah, you get this. Meg gets, uh, you know, a month break, but I have to do this fucking shit every single weekend. I know, you have to. I have to. As, yeah, as I hardly gay, ever go out, really. As a gay, it is mo- my moral obligation to... Run, Be out on the town. To run down my body to actual ashes. <laughs> but then, you know, but gays are, like, they're they're going. Like, then that week, Monday hits. Oh, yeah. They're, they're working. They're working. Gays are the most ruthless... <laughs> Not your friend, not your friend last night, just like hanging around <laughs> at really? Mr. Man's because he's like, are we going out? He's the yeah. last one there. He's yeah. locked in. Yeah. He's locked in in the gate. Oh my god, the chaos. Oh my god, like, girl, we are like, we are over time. Like, we yeah. have juiced out this and recording I feel like I still studio. Have so much more to talk. About. I know. Well, I mean, we're gonna, you're, we're gonna meet in New York. Yeah, we true. can do episode two. Yeah, um, I definitely have some more sex stories if you guys want to hear that because. I feel like we didn't really even... We need to come in. Now that we've introduced you, we need you to come in and we need to hear story, 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 story. And that's what we're going to do. Yeah, we'll do a full run-through breakdown psychoanalysis of some of my... Maybe I should get a therapist in to observe you. (laughs) I, I, I think I just need one besides in the general. podcast. You know what? We'll get her in and you, you can keep her. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be my live-in uh, therapist. She can see... I'll she can sit next to you. I'll cuddle her. You do give good cuddles. Yeah, I, um, I'm definitely as much of a whore as I am. I am a sucker for some romance and like, you know, I do love to be spat on, choked. Um, you know, I'm very open when it comes to sex things mm-hmm. and but you also like to be pounded real nice deep and slow mm-hmm. maybe like a foot on top of my head um yeah um i'm gonna take that this is a lot to digest i need to like hit this really quick but um you didn't hit it as many times as i thought you would yeah i think i'm, I'm, I'm just so focused i know right i loved now. it oh well thank you so much for being my very first interviewee davis i had such an incredible time chatting with you and hearing about your personal life and the, your past before meeting was so insightful and it's made a lot of sense as to why yeah. you are yeah. the way you are. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Like, Thank you. This was a sleep I know, you've been such a big supporter of the podcast so far, so I appreciate yes. it. Yes. Well, that is the episode for today. Thank you so much for joining me and Davis for Nympho's Shame Pit. I will see you on the next episode.